0: And we're back, beautiful people of the podcasting universe and world. Three amigos, two out of three, Frankie, myself, Christopher Langsworth. We're talking the return or the debut of one Adam Copeland to AEW. Confirmed happened uh, Sunday night. Yeah. Tried to stay up for it, couldn't make it, was very sleepy. Tony, you got to you got to start these programs a bit earlier, even though I think they're in Seattle. Look, I get it. West Coast. uh, But still, like, come on, make these shows shows shorter. (laughs) You're going to be doing one a month pretty much soon. So uh, cut me some slack. Uh, Yeah, basically, we're just going to be talking about the reactions of Adam Copeland. The rated R superstar. Superstar. officially aw there was rumors that he was jumping ship i think it came out today that he actually signed a contract like pretty like soon like after he was done contractually i guess with like his appearances with wwe Mm -hmm. but he officially wasn't out until like recently so i'm a little confused on that i don't know but um yeah (laughs) edge is gone edge is no more 25 years of, like I think about 20 plus years for sure with WWE. Yeah. Gone? All of All of hall of Famer. Hall of Famer, yeah. I'm not going to say he's gone but like it's a race or anything but like he's gone from the company and yeah. starting fresh with AEW. <laughs> it's really weird to say that. It's pretty nuts, man.
1: I this keep is seeing um it. this is probably the biggest AEW signing since CM Punk. Yeah. I would say overall probably the second biggest just in general. From like a mainstream, you know, it's like no offense to Brian Danielson, but yeah, he I'm wasn't say, he wasn't with WWE for 20 years.
0: That's true. That's very it's, true.
1: It's just from a from a mainstream standpoint. This is a guy, you know, born and bred WWE.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Eat, slept, and breathed WWE.
0: Yep.
1: And uh for AEW to pluck him away is uh it's a pretty big deal. There were a couple of interesting Little tidbits, I thought. Yeah, please. Uh, the the new intro that he has for his music mm-hmm. was recorded by Beth Phoenix, his wife. Which? Uh,
0: oh, okay.
1: Yeah, yeah. That, was a cool little tidbit. Yeah. Um, yeah. This is It is crazy. Edge, edge. Yeah, edge is in AEW. I'm trying to think of like another. The only, you know, person I could maybe think of that would be, mm-hmm. you know, surprising like this would be like if The Undertaker showed up in AEW. Like, that's how, I don't know, associated with WWE Edge is. Right. Yeah, I mean, even, you know, they knew they couldn't use a different theme song. They knew they had to get the the song that everybody knew. They knew they had to keep the intro, just record it with someone else's voice and yeah. change one word. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. How, what do we think? What, what, uh, he's having his first match against Luchasaurus. Yep, he's gonna be full time on AEW. It's pretty crazy,
0: very crazy. I, like I said, I still can't believe this is just happen. Um, I'm like, it was a very will he, won't he, and yeah. and like. And it just felt like he was just because, yeah, he had the tearful goodbye, uh, the send-off. And like he was listed and then delisted, I guess, as an alumni. Yeah. So I was like, it had to, but like, what was it just I think what what's more of a surprise besides him coming was him just blatantly saying, like, yeah, like I'm doing this full time. Mm-hmm. Uh WWE didn't give me anything. Um, uh, he was very blunt like he's very blunt and honest and that's something you don't really get that's not true <laughs> you get that from quite a bit of wrestlers but i guess you weren't ex- i would never expect that from someone who was a, such a company guy essentially you did think he would he would
1: give you kind of the company line a little bit more
0: like you know thank you like i think i thank wwe um for their time um i just yeah. you know i just wanted to venture out but now he went he kind of it was just an open book and. Uh, didn't yeah. really need to say things because I don't know if he was actually asked. Uh, I have to watch the presser again. Right, Maybe, right. I've only saw clips. Um. So like, I don't know if he was just flat out asked, like, "Hey, why'd you leave WWE?" And if it was yeah. more follow ups, but this this dude just was like an open book and really just spewing it all out. Um. Not to like, yeah. I'm not uh clowning on the guy at all. If anything, like these purists, these fucking uh, uh tribalists, like, we were, were coming after him. Like I think you told me it was like. They were just like coming after him, like oh, how disrespectful! Like he's not loyal to WWE. I mean, a week before, comments were weird, dude. Yeah,
1: comments were like when I he put out a statement on Twitter of like you know a bit of a a longer thread, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and I expected people to be like excited and like Mm -hmm. hey, you know, have fun in AEW, all these fresh matchups, and it's like every other comment was someone calling him like unloyal, ungrateful. Like WWE made you, how could you leave? I was like, he's, you can still watch him. Yeah. Like, it's, it's not like, you know, he's not in New Japan where it's like his matches are going to be on at like 3 a.m. Like <laughs> Word, he's, word. He's still in America. Like, what's the problem here? I don't understand. Don't we although, want fresh matchups?
0: Although, I'm not going to lie now that you say that. And we talked about this behind uh, off podcast about like future, like, you know, matchups. He could yeah. do Forbidden Door now. Yeah. He could face Okada. Yeah, he, he that'd could be fe- huge. That's gonna be that's that's a clash of eras right there. Yeah, that's like literally. If it's like it's as it's as close as John Cena versus Okada, you're gonna that, get that. Well, oh man, that would be exciting. Yeah, <laughs> the
1: fucking world would explode if that match happened.
0: God damn! I like, as I think about it now, like this <laughs> man could literally just do the G one if you wanted to.
1: Dude, he's a big name. He's he's probably the biggest mainstream name in AEW now that CM Punk is gone. I mean, we'll we'll find out more like right, as right. he's on Collision and as he's on Wednesdays and like what the ratings are. But if this doesn't put them over a million, I'll be I'll be stunned. Because right for him to like, come
0: out, yeah, yeah. yeah right. I mean,
1: this is a big. This is a big and I, you know, I love Kenny Omega and I love Brian Danielson, but from like a mainstream, if you're trying to pluck some of the WWE audience to watch on Wednesdays, because you literally can, the shows are on totally different days and times. Mm -hmm. This is a move that would do that. Yeah, like that's what's going to, you know, bump the ratings uh, is to kind of siphon some of that audience and. uh yeah, this is this is pretty exciting. A lot of fresh matchups. You know, we were talking, you know, if they go a tag team route eventually, maybe mm-hmm. they they do a Young Bucks uh Christian and Edge. I'm a little I, I don't want I don't want to dampen the excitement too much. And we kind of have to see where this all goes. Right. I'm a little worried Christian is going to get lost in in the shadow again. Where he spent Pretty much his entire career in yeah. WWE behind uh, in Edge's shadow. I don't I don't think it's going to happen because he's like such a good heel right now. But I just there's like this tiny part of me that's like, damn, I hope I hope he doesn't get overshadowed. I don't think Edge would do that. Like, I think he he's a, more aware.
0: Yeah, I I like to think know. so. Yeah. Also, but, like, yeah, I'd be I, lying
1: I, if I said it wasn't. A world
0: yeah. Word. Like it's funny though. Like as I say, like I I watch clips of edges presser. I watch more clips and highlights about Christian just absolutely just doing his best work (laughs) at this at this presser. And I'm just like, this guy is also on a career resurgence. He's only gotten up. Up. Yeah, he got hurt. So, but he didn't go down. He he just stagnated. And then he just he's just moving up and up. Like yeah, it's I love to see it when you when these older wrestlers. You know, it happened to other previous wrestlers. I think I was just listening to a podcast. It was Jericho and Terry Funk in his 40s got another resurgence in his 40s Mm -hmm. in the 90s when he went overseas and did stuff with FMW, doing the hardcore stuff. And I'm like, see, it is possible to pick up your career again. Mm -hmm. And also one of the best to do that is Chris Jericho, too. So, like, you know, you see the guy. Yeah, I get it. People, you know, are kind of tiring him out, tired out from him. And that's fine. You know, you get tired of a, a lot of wrestlers here and there. But that man has been able to like just pick his career up, take a pause, no one to pause, and hopefully that pause is coming soon. Um, and just like you know, skyrocket again, if not skyrocket, just consistently move up the ladder or or move up those steps and keep giving out that good stuff. Edge when he came back came out flying, won the Rumble, uh, a one year. I don't, and it wasn't the the one he returned at, but he won the pandemic Rumble. You know, he had a great Royal Rumble match with Orton Brandon. Mm-hmm. It did last a little too long. The Judgment Day stuff was cool, but then I forgot who got hurt. And so then he paid, pretty much had to turn face because they didn't have a face. I think it was Cody. Yeah. I think it was. And then Cody, Vince so.
1: wanted them to have like superpowers. And that's when Edge was like, yeah, I don't want to be in the group anymore.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, Ed- Edge, Edge knows what he wants. Christian knew what he wants. And I get there's more leeway. Obviously, Punk had his own vision. He knew what he wanted. He just couldn't keep his fucking mouth shut. Yeah. Um, and and when when you let them do what they want, I think magic does happen. Again, same thing with Jericho. You let him do what he's do- done for years and just let him reinvent himself. It works for him. Mm-hmm. It's worked. It's gotten people. So just because you get older doesn't mean you can't still do character work. And I think Edge had, Although he's more than just Edge... And Adam Copeland, uh, as a character, he can still do something different. And that's what he's trying to do with this move is like, I know I can do something different. The video package is kind of fucking cool. It's like I got like um, like a mariachi vibe, <laughs> like, mm-hmm, um, like mm-hmm. a Quentin Tarantino movie stuff style. Like, you know, so he has a vision and and AW is more than willing to willing to help him make that vision because that video package was I was not expecting that. I'm like, is this really edge? Yeah, and, yeah. And then it, and it was, and he looks like fucking um, The Last Mariachi. I forget one of that Quentin Tarantino movie. But it was like, yo, I get good. But I get, I, I see it. I see something. I don't know mm-hmm. what it is quite yet, but I I can't wait. You know, hopefully it works. But stuff like Christian, too, it's just like he, he, the, the, I think it started off with the, 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 um the turtlenecks and people caught on. And so I think he realized, oh, it was unintentional. I don't know. And maybe it was intentional. So yeah, he just yeah. wore a turtleneck and went with that. Like it, it's, and uh, it just, it makes sense, especially when it, it was kind of accidental with that, that stuff.
1: Yeah. And yeah.
0: It, it just, it just kind of, he went, he went with it. Um, And just, again, he, he made his vision now being like this narcissistic, egotistical, quiet face heel. Yeah. He was also just like a, a you know kind of a legend in his own right and it and it's working. Um yes, I do worry I'm with you though. I do worry about you know, now that Edge is uh Chris, uh Adam Copeland, I gotta call stop calling him Edge. It's gonna be weird. Adam is nah, I'm still gonna call it Edge. <laughs> just like we call Walter Walter. <laughs> um yeah, I don't I refuse to call him Gunther. I just did, but yeah, it matters um not Um so yeah, I just I think they'll mesh well together, like I think. Adam is very much aware of uh Christian's rise. They gave him the main event spot. I mean, for obvious reasons. I will say I think there's a reason why they gave him the main event spot. It's because to help us just have his buddy come out. But you know, I think this this is I said, and I know you were like, eh, I think this is better than the bloodline stuff, but I I only reason I say that is because the bloodline stuff fumbled at the end or oh, yeah, that's a whole other podcast. It's a whole other <laughs> podcast. Uh, we could do a whole video and just break down if you want <laughs> about yeah. where it actually stopped. But <laughs> point is, I just think this, this, this is obviously a hot story. Uh, Wednesday, tomorrow will tell us exactly how they're going to move forward with this. Yeah. Um, it, it, it won't obviously be definitive to me, at least it could be, they could easily just like the around running, running, uh, if they have a crazy set of promo this Wednesday that just sets up what's there to come. And after this feud, who knows? Like, will will we see both men continue to be at the top of the card? Will we see edge be uh, a face for a while? Or will he turn heel immediately? It's a a lot of questions. We, we won't have answers to probably for a while. And that's okay. I'm not, I'm definitely not going to rush this. I'm going to be very patient. I'm going to trust the process um and i'm excited just cuz like as 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 soon as he came in and how happy he looked and excited he didn't yeah. care that the, that wasn't a sold out stadium i'm sure a little bit but like you know at the same time he just at the presser he just looks so happy and excited yeah. um and that and that gets me happy and excited and i'm glad uh, i think wrestle talk touched based upon is like this is a guy that's going to replace that locker room leader that mm-hmm. that that was left open because of punk being a dick and i'm like this is the, 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 and this is great because he he's not a perfect guy but right now he's been the guy for a while you know he was that he was a locker room leader in wwe when he when when he was you know in his prime and when he came back especially during the pandemic like that guy was you know trying to do his best without a crowd and he succeeded in my opinion he was good man he was great
1: i know it's really it's it's a bummer that um that that's when most of his yeah like return happened because yeah there were, uh, Edge did a lot of really good stuff. I, you know, the whole time was really hoping he'd get one last run. Mm-hmm. Uh, it didn't happen, but, um, you know, I thought that would have been cool. I, you know, it's funny. I think that this debut or that, you know, this signing is happening at sort of accidentally like a really good time oh, because yeah. Adam Cole just got hurt. Mm-hmm. So whatever they were planning with Cole and MJF
0: mm-hmm.
1: is very far on the back burner. Now, I don't really know. MJF hasn't really had like, I mean, the Samoa Joe, I guess you could run that back for full gear. Um, Good. But they need they need something else. They need a, a new hot feud uh, that doesn't involve the title because, you, you know, right. I can't really get it off of MJF right now. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's kind of like what's happening in WWE with uh, with Walter and the icy title where it's like becoming a pretty big uh, deal, even though they just bumped it from Fastlane to Raw. Yeah. Um, But, you know, it's like a, you know, legitimized the same way Christian has kind of been like memeing. And legitimizing the TNT title, even though he, like, wasn't champion. Yeah, another great game.
0: I I omitted that. I completely forgot about that. Yeah. (laughs) Also amazing.
1: Yeah. And so, like, there's the storyline now of him and Luchasaurus, who, like, was technically the champion and just, like, never got to really be the champion. Uh, And then there's the storyline with him and Edge, which, I mean... You know, you want to build to that match the right way, because I think Edge and Christian is that is just such a mouth-watering match that you want to make sure you really hit it out of the park. Um, But it's it's happening at a great time, because right now, MJF, I mean, I'm sure they'll kick something off on Wednesday,
0: Mm -hmm. but
1: it's a little in flux, like who, you know, the next challenger is considering he just beat Joe. Punk's gone. Cole's hurt. You know, it's kind of it's a little bit of a tricky spot right now. Um,
0: Yeah, I don't know how long and Jack out. Yeah, I was going to say Jack Perry. I don't know if he comes back. Yeah, I
1: mean, I don't I don't really want to see Edge uh, be put in a spot right now where he has to either beat a young guy or win the AW title. I don't don't really think he needs it right now. Yeah, Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, and I'm still, you know, I'm still pulling for Edge versus Danielson because
0: that match mm. has
1: somehow never happened. Apparently,
0: I, I think it did happen. Um, it, uh, I think during the pandemic era, dude, I looked it up. The
1: only time they faced each other was in Triple Threat.
0: Huh? Really? Yeah. Someone was saying I they specifically, did face specifically
1: each other. searched Edge versus Daniel Bryan,
0: so one on one never happened. Got never it. happened. Okay, I really thought it did. I, I just want to
1: tell you, it's this like a Mandela effect where I'm like, <laughs> we're all <laughs> collectively remembering that they faced each other one on one. And it's somehow it because it, I was thinking it's like Danielson's neck injury or concussion or whatever. No, mm-hmm. Danielson's concussion and Edge's neck injury. And then they crossed paths very briefly in 2022, I think, is when they had the match with Roman. Yeah, mm-hmm. 38. I think it was 38. Because um, they ran back thirty-seven with the same pirate-themed shit or something. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so uh, there are just so many exciting, fresh matchups. Edge versus Will Osprey would would be mm. super sick. Um, yeah, it, this is this is huge for AW. I mean, it's, I don't. I big. feel like we don't. I don't want to undersell. This is
0: massive. Absolutely massive.
1: Yeah. Outside of Brock Lesnar, The Undertaker. You know, in ter- well, the, the thing is, like, the list is kind of short in terms of ex WWE guys
0: mm-hmm. that
1: you could realistically pluck who can still go in the ring. Like, The Undertaker straight up can't wrestle anymore. Right. He, he's just too old. He's like 65 years old. He's broken down. Wrestle. Yeah. You could trot him out for a promo, but, you know, it, it, he's not going to do a match. Brock Lesnar, you know, it's, it's kind of a short list of like impact signings from WWE. So this is probably the biggest one you could have gotten. Um yeah. It's a pretty big deal. You know, also his his like end the like the end of his run in WWE just felt kind of weird. Mm-hmm. Like no offense to Edge. Like I know he loves Canada. And I know he was vocal about, like, that's where he wants his last match to be. But it Mm -hmm. was really weird to me that his last match was on a random episode of SmackDown against Sheamus. Like, I I know they're friends. I know that he loves Canada. It just (laughs) felt like kind of a weird, like a quiet exit. As a fan, like it's fine if that's what he wanted. Yeah, yeah. Just like as a fan, it felt like there was no, you know, big celebration. It was just kind of like he was, you know, he didn't he didn't like lose at WrestleMania. He didn't, you know, there was no big rivalry. He was just gone. It's kind of like what happened to Kurt Angle. Yeah, except he did lose at WrestleMania to Baron Corbin. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. It just it always felt strange. And then, yeah, I don't know the the way that he he talked about wwe kind of reminded me of how jade cargill was talking about aw which is you know it's like i guess we both just expected more of a you know having a company line of like yeah i had fun over there i'm looking for new opportunities next question uh but they both really like were like said stuff about the company they came from that just mm-hmm. kind of you know jade made notion of like she didn't basically didn't like being the mid card women's champion Mm. and edge I don't know some of the stuff he said just sounded kind of weird like when he was talking about how the you know him and WWE grew apart yeah that one that was said I'm like yeah I'm like a
0: bit of animosity there
1: yeah it sounds like some stuff was going on behind the scenes that maybe we're just not aware of maybe you know his idea of a company line is not directly airing out um, what was going on? Yeah, uh, I will say for Endeavor, this is a pretty bad look. <laughs> you know, I know that you just got The Rock to come back for one episode of SmackDown, uh, mm-hmm. but to you know take over WWE and then like two weeks later, Edge shows up on the competition. Yeah, that's that's, that's not good. It's not as a fan, it's great. It's like yeah, I want to see Edge do more matches. For sure. If you are a true tribalistic warrior for wwe this is bad this is this is not good not good
0: yeah letting one of your legends go isn't the best yeah um, taking I'm...
1: off the website like every you know i'm sure if i went on wwe's website they don't even sell his merch
0: uh, probably not you know,
1: they they took him off the alumni page like i was like damn man don't <laughs> pretty sure neville is still on the on the alumni page like that's crazy like, I feel like, you know, Chris Jericho, I feel like he's probably still there. I don't know. Some of no, I think he got some,
0: taken down.
1: Some stuff with Edge just kind of it hit the ear a little bit strange. Yeah. I just for think a guy you that know, spent 20 years there.
0: Yeah. I just think he was felt a little slighted. You know, he wanted to do more and they wouldn't let him do more. Maybe similar to
1: Danielson. Yeah. Or, well, Danielson
0: yeah. definitely wanted to go out, like, wanted to leave regardless. Yeah. I just think Edge wanted a chance and he realized he's not going to get an opportunity. So he said, fuck it. Let's see if, uh, if I can go over there, which I'm, I'm going out on a limb is, I don't think it was just, it's obvious that it wasn't just Christian that helped edge come over. And even, and to convince Tony, I don't think it would have taken much to convince Tony to, right, to yeah, sign one yeah. of the best wrestlers in the last 20 years. Yeah. Um, all
1: time great, all time great mer- legend, automatic merch seller, exactly. Like, oh, uh, iconic wait, wait. music, dude. Really quickly, yeah. How crazy is it that WWE doesn't own the Rated R Superstar trademark?
0: They, 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 fu- they fumbled that really, dude. Badly. I, I,
1: so I looked it up because I was mm-hmm. like, this is bizarre. Yeah, because they own people's actual names, right? So I looked it up, and it's like they abandoned the trademark in April of 2020. Yeah. Which is when they they abandoned a lot of stuff because I think that's like the same month they were laying people off, Mm -hmm. and one of the reasons they they dropped it was that they couldn't. (laughs) This sounds so stupid repeating it out loud. Mm -hmm. They couldn't prove that he was rated R, like because because the TV product was like PG. Oh, it like hamstrung them trying to trademark a rate of the the rated R superstar because they have a PG TV product. And I was like, I said, that was so funny. I was like, yeah, I guess, I guess if the trademark offices are looking at that, they're like, yeah, why would, why is he rated R? Isn't your show Mm -hmm. rated PG? So he obviously can't do anything on your show. And they just gave up. And dude, when they, when they announced him as, you know, like rated R superstar, they Mm -hmm. put it on the, on the uh, video titles and all that. I was like, wow, I know you can't call him edge but the next Best. most recognizable part of his name is the rated r superstar
0: it works man it fucking works yeah huge
1: fumble by wwa
0: huge fumble um yeah i think i think it's it's more shocking that than the music i figured that they can get away with the music some way i'm i'm, I'm but i'm just surprised that it's pretty much the same it's it's the same song just a different you think you know me That's about it. Like that's the only change was that, and that's okay. Fuck it, that's okay. It's kind of like the CM Punk thing was like they own the some part of the static. Yeah, they had to change the static, which is perfectly fine. You know. Yeah. So I'm just like um, that that really did throw me for a loop. Not gonna lie, it's like no seeing that Rated R superstar up, and just like, wow, he was somehow he did it. Yeah. And it wasn't, honestly, it wasn't, it didn't take much because uh, WWE uh, fumbled it. Well, I guess it wasn't too much of their own fault. Just legally, they couldn't do that.
1: Yeah. And it, it is, I don't know. I mean, you know, we kind of talked about this a little bit off the podcast, but like Edge, for, you know, whatever his reasons deep down for leaving might have been, he did already kind of do literally everything in WWE. Yeah. Like, he was there for 20 years. He won all the titles. Like, he won, you know, Money in the Bank. He won the Royal Rumble. I, you know, I don't know what else. He needed something fresh. Like, I I just don't think that there was anything he could have done left in WWE that would have felt fresh. He wrestled AJ. He wrestled Seth Rollins. He wrestled Roman. Like, John Cena, he wrestled John Cena like 8,000 times. Randy
0: Orton.
1: There wasn't anything left, really, except if he was going to turn into, you know, Chris Jericho towards the end of his WWE run, where he was just getting pinned and putting people over. Yeah, I think maybe if he hadn't had to retire for like eight years, maybe he would have done that. But you know Edge is a guy that he's still got the itch man he's still got mm-hmm. a lot left in the tank you know at least he he thinks that he does and I guess we'll we'll see yeah um but it just it felt like he was it this was always going to end with him having to leave to you know do something else and he's got his buddy and he's he's got a lot of friends in AW it isn't like he's only friends with Christian yeah and they're like eating lunch together and everybody else well, is-
0: that's what I w- wanted to talk about it was perfect segue was that it wasn't, you know, his friends. Like he has friends in WWE and he has friends outside of WWE. And I was listen- one of the the big friends was FTR, mainly Dax Harwood, because him and him and da- Adam and and Dax are neighbors. Um, mm-hmm. they're neighbors, and um, I listened to his podcast be- before he had to shut it down because people weren't a fan of it, mm-hmm. and I actually really liked it. Um. He was really just open open dude, uh, open book also <laughs> just like talks mm-hmm. uh with his co-host. And he talked and he would mention Edge a few times. And I'm just like, these guy's are really buddy buddy. So once I heard heard that Edge was potentially on his way out, you I was like, I know for a fact Dax had a big you know helping in that. He had a hand in that, getting him over um, amongst other people, like Christian, um Daniel. I'm assuming Daniel Bryan, uh helped out with that too, a big show. Like all the people he like, you know, wrestled back in day Mark Henry. I'm sure they helped recruit him. But like, I feel like that Mm. was a big part of that because of how like their, their, their neighbors and also their daughters are friends, I believe. Mm. So, and you know, um, oh, he also helped, um, with Chris, uh, with edges comeback. He was helped. Like they were training together to help, help him out, help him to get back to be in range ready. Um, And also help him back from injury so he like he helped tra- he trained with him to help him come back on the, the few times he had to like one the first time when he had to come back for the surprise Royal Rumble and afterwards i think he did get like a small injury or that kept him out of action for a bit um he helped him with that recovery so yeah like like him and Dax are real cool and in fact there's a clip after i think it was after the show when um at uh, when Adam was leaving it was like FTR were, like waiting on the side and they were just like freaking out with him so that was pretty cool so like like there, there was there was a lot of moving parts that helped Adam Edge, whatever you want to call mm-hmm. him, go over to AEW and to him and to us. Well, to some of us, it's like it must have been a tough call. But to to like you know, the untrained eye or to the untrained ear, it really wasn't. And you know, and what he said again at the presser to remind people is just like he wants to do more. And mm-hmm. he said he's going to be there every week, which in- entails that this guy has a lot left in the tank, like you said, and he wants to show it and prove it. He wants to go out with a bang and he's going to do it his way because WWE wasn't letting him go on his way. You know, at least that's what we're getting from that, you know, from, from the recent chatter. So, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm excited. Um, you know, Edge is here, Adams here. Uh, there's just so much fantasy booking I'm doing in my head and this is definitely going to make me tune in tomorrow. Uh, if I don't go to the movies, <laughs> which I should, just I should just not do that. I just go and definitely watch, uh, Dynamite <laughs> tomorrow, uh, because like this is exciting. It's it's a good time to yeah. be a wrestler again, and I'm so happy that it's not full of negativity. And yeah, as a joke, if people pointed out, like there hasn't been much drama since uh, one Bill Brooks has been uh <laughs> oh. to the curb. Who would have thought? How about that?
1: You know, uh, that? one last thing. Uh, because we've heard this line from a lot of guys who've gone to aw about you know mm-hmm. wwe wouldn't let them kind of do more mm-hmm. whether it was daniel bryan or cm punk or, uh, but the one that really came to my mind when i'm thinking sort of about where edge is coming from now specifically because you've got to think he was retired for like almost 10 years so yeah you know it, it's uh it's not the same as edge Who's got, you know, that like a ton of mileage on him. We're talking about yeah. he's kind of fresh, you know, when you yeah. think about the guy that comes to my mind is John Moxley, because mm. in WWE, he was the third most successful member of the Shield. Yeah. And he was Dean Ambrose, the lunatic, weird, crazy Long guy. He's cringe. so wacky. And then when he went to AEW, he really got to, like, spread his wings and wrestle his his own unique style. Yeah. And. He became awesome, mm-hmm. and I think I think one of the most exciting things is that we've we've only seen WWE Edge, yeah, and WWE even if it's like changed a little bit over the years, they've had a style, and Edge came up wrestling that style. He wrestled mm-hmm. the WWE way, and it's going to be exciting to kind of see what does the aw or the non wwe version of edge look like because we haven't really seen it it's yeah this guy who's been in the in the machine Mm -hmm. for 20 years and now he's finally going to get a chance to turn loose yeah and pretty much do whatever he wants i mean i you know i can't imagine that tony's gonna say no to him for you know for that many ideas that he might have right um this is really exciting. I mean, you see what happens with guys like John Moxley. And obviously like we knew Danielson was already an amazing wrestler and he was great in WWE. But then when he got to go to AEW, he got to kind of go back to doing uh, things what he loved he and to.
0: saying things, what he wants, like wrestler. Yeah. Cause exactly. he's a wrestler.
1: Um, so it's going to be exciting. And I think there's also a part of me that just like, Hey, let's see if edge can keep up with these guys, you right. know, like WWE is a different beast. And it's a different style. Mm-hmm. Um, AW's, you know, it, it's also very different over there. It's
0: very it's hybrid, a little bit, a little bit more hard
1: hitting, strong more styles, hardcore.
0: definitely lucha, everything.
1: Yeah, and you know, for anyone that was watching wrestling twenty years ago, like we were, Edge came up during a pretty hardcore era that just kind of mm-hmm. got softer, usually for the best, like not hitting each other in the head with actual chairs anymore. Yeah. Um, but you know, the style kind of changed over the years and he's finally gonna get get a chance to sort of see whatever ideas he has for like who he wants to be outside of WWE, which is mm-hmm. pretty exciting.
0: It's very exciting. Also, just on the one last thing. Fun fact he never faced John Moxley in WWE as Dean Ambrose. Never yeah. faced him.
1: Yeah, there's Dang a it. lot of money matches. Um I mean, Edge versus Kenny Omega. I just want everybody to face Kenny Omega.
0: So. Yeah. I mean, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I
1: don't know how we get there. Like, I don't know how we do Edge
0: versus Kenny Omega. Number one contender match, maybe.
1: Yeah. something. But AW is the master of just booking matches with no storyline, so...
0: I'll take it for free. I don't even care. Hell yeah!
1: Grand slam next year. (laughs) Edge versus Kenny Omega. Yeah, they don't need to be be fighting over anything. I just want to see them wrestle each other.
0: Yeah, five stars immediately. Edge did Edge face Samoa Joe before? Apparently not. Ah, That's That's crazy. Another yeah. All of these guys were. To be fair, he came back only recently. So yeah, Edge versus MJF. yeah, I mean that's I think the the one that's the moneymaker, man.
1: Edge versus Adam Cole.
0: Yeah, yeah. Here's a here's a quick, uh, I guess oversell or 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 uh, over overachieving thing. I want him to do. I want him to win all the belts in every promotion since he's now outside of WWE. Because then, if he does mm. win everything outside of the promotion, he would have won every major title there is known to man. So I want him to win the AW, uh, mm. NWA, TNA. New Japan because and ROH because then he he would have hold, held every major promotion in the last 30, 40 years 50, 60, 70, all of wow. them. That's what, I, that's what I'm predicting.
1: If, <laughs> he, if he, Edge really wants to give back to the business, he should become AW champion. I don't know yeah. how, I don't know how we get there. Sure. We're not concerned with that. And then Christian should pin him to win the
0: title, absolutely. And that's how absolutely. we come in the circle. I love it. Well, that's all the time we have, boys and girls, ladies and gentlemen, beautiful people of the podcasting universe. We love you so much. Thank you for listening. Uh, Let us know what you guys think about Edge, Adam Copeland to AW. Uh, Are you excited? Are you not? Are you tribal? Are you Team WWE, Team AW? Doesn't really matter. Wrestling wins. We're on the side that everybody wins. Wrestling wins. Just be a fan. Just enjoy it. Enjoy the ride, you know, because Phil Brooks is no longer like for now. That's another whole podcast. He's gone for now. But there's a chance. He's not gone for long. But for now, that's it. Thank you so much. We'll catch you in the next one. Peace.